Today I'm speaking on what I called the power of thanksgiving, or people call gratitude. Praise the Lord. Come with me to Proverbs chapter 4, verse number 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. You see, what then is wisdom? Wisdom is knowing what to do and doing it. What it means is that the power of your action is enhanced by the depth of your understanding. Why? Because he says that with all thy getting, get understanding. Because what you understand determines how you behave. Your actions is influenced by your understanding. Praise the Lord. When you know that it will rain today, when you are going out, what will you put on? You pick your umbrella, you wear your raincoat, or you wear something that is solid to protect you from the cold. Are we together? Whenever you are traveling to a nation where there's cold, they will tell you that pack well. Psalm 47 verse number 7. It says, for God is king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. So God is telling us that he's God over all the earth. And therefore, we have to sing praises with understanding. You see, we need to understand that we have come to a great king. Hallelujah. We have come to the king of all the earth. And so when we, it comes to praising him, we must praise him according to understanding. We must understand that there's so much he's done for us and we ought to praise him. One of the things I've come to know about the devil is that the devil is a very interesting guy. He makes us only focus on what is not working. But all of us, there are things that are working. At least you are alive. Do you know, our brother shared his testimony, he's been married for 12 years. Do you know people marry for one year and they break up? Six months they break up. Three months they break up. I have actually heard of one month. They got married for one month. It was over. When you don't have a child, it's a problem. When you give birth to one, it's a problem. In fact, the, 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 the pregnancy process, the engaging to get your wife pregnant is more work. Because every month you are wondering, will it happen or won't it happen? Will it happen? Won't it happen? And then when it doesn't happen, nobody talks about it, but there's tension in the house. It gives you every reason to misbehave. Then you do one. Two years. Three years. And then when you are not fortunate and miscarriage comes in, it is worse. The emotional, psychological, and then after all that, God visits you one. He visits you two. You are married to your wife. Just when the babies come, you lose your job. You see, the devil is a very bad devil. I see that the devil comes against a lot of people. And we, we, are, we are ignorant of the devices of the enemy. And so he makes us focus on what is not working. Touch your neighbor and say, things are working. That there are some areas that need improvement doesn't mean things are not working. I am grateful because things are working. Touch another person and say, things are working. No, things are working. Yeah. He loses his job for two years. And just when he never thought a job would open, God opens a door. Because in the twelfth year, there must be a testimony. I came to tell somebody that there is a year that your testimony will break forth. And in that year, you will glorify God because God will honor his name in your life. Amen. 
What then is thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, please write this down, is giving glory to God for his mighty deeds. In Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19, my foundational text, the Bible tells us that there were 10 lepers who had come to Jesus. And the Bible says when he met them, these men stood afar off. You need to understand that in ancient times, especially among the Jewish culture, God had clearly said that lepers were supposed to be set in a designated place outside. Why? Because the people thought it was contagious. And because it was contagious, they could not come close. So they built what they called the leper colonies. They congregated together. They did their own farming and they were disconnected from their family and they could eat based on what they, they had. And those things were limited because nobody wanted to get close to them and to contact that disease. These people had leprosy and leprosy, it affects your limbs. That when you are working and something is even cutting you because the nerve endings are dead, you will feel it and you can hurt yourself. These were the people who had leprosy. And when they came to Jesus, they stood afar off. And Jesus said to them that go and show yourself to the priest. Now, number one, to go and show yourself to the priest, it will require faith. It will require what? And so they left to go. Number two, to go and show yourself to the priest, it means that the priest must clear you. And Jesus was doing that, that his influence would go beyond what it was because he never touched them. But here they will truly know that Jesus is truly the son of God. Not one, but ten. Number three, if it did not happen, then it will also prove that he's really not who he says he is. And when the people began to go, they discovered that they were all healed. And one person came back. The Bible says, let's continue, let's look at it. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks and he was a Samaritan. Now, now let's go back. I want to show you why is God saying this. Let's go back. Let's start from the verse 11 so that I now build my case. And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. So he went through two towns. Samaria and Galilee. The Galileans were the proper Jewish people. The Samaritans, they were mixed breed. And so the Jewish people did not like these people. Because when there's a problem, they will say they are Samaritans. When there's something good, they will join the Jewish people. Are you getting me? It's like when you are an Ashanti man and you are also an Ewe man. See that combination? You understand me? When they are insulting Ewe's, you will keep quiet. Or when you are among the Ewe's and they are insulting the Ashantis, you feel it, but not because we are Are you getting what I'm trying to say? 
And so it was like you could not tell where they stood. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says that. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. Next verse. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. How many of them lifted up their voice? It means all of them. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourself unto the priest. And it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. As they went. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Next verse. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. You see, Luke was a doctor. And so he's, he's trying to... See, doctors are very interesting people. They, they try to pick the right point and say, this is the reason. He's trying to make a very important point. That the guy was actually not a Jew. It could be that the rest were proper Jews. Are we together? <laughs> and fell down, thanks. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten clans? But where are the nine? Where are the nine? In other words, Jesus was expecting the nine to come. But I'm sure the nine were saying that, well, let's take our time until there's a full recovery. We have been cleansed, means we are healed. But let's take our time. And there are many of us, when God does things for us, we take our time. We don't want to give the testimony yet. Hey, no, take your time. Mm -mm. Uh, I don't want people to talk about me. I don't want anybody to... I'm feeling shy. Hey, pastor, no. Jesus asked the question. Where there not ten? I preach here. You cannot be without money for more than three days. A lot of you are getting it now. And yet, where there not ten? Every time God acts, he is waiting for those who return to give him glory. Every time God acts... God is waiting for those who would return to give him glory. Praise the Lord. Psalm 103 verse 1 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Next verse, look at it. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The psalmist is telling us that we don't have to forget what he's done. How many of you know that when you do something good for somebody, and the uh, and it takes over a month before the person comes to say, eh, the last time what you did for me, thank you. It doesn't make sense to you anymore. Two of us. Two of us. Or sometimes you wait until when you have a need again. I remember <clears throat> somebody came to me and asked for a certain money some time ago. So I gave the person some money. It's just a lot of money. A lot of money. That, oh, can I put this money in my account when I, for just two weeks, I'll give it back to you. So I'll give the person the money. After three months, the money was not forthcoming. So I asked the person, when is the money? Can I say, oh, um, what I went to use the money for, the people say they have to clear certain documentations before they can release, before I can move the money from the account. Okay. So I said, okay, I'll wait. So I waited. So, so when? So he gave me a date. When the day was, he said, uh, they've not released the document yet, so I, I can't give you the money. So I waited. When they finally released the document for the person, the person now comes to me and sits in my house. 
and says this to me. Well, thank you for the money that you gave me. Um, I don't have internet to transfer the money to you. When I get internet, I transfer the money. But anyway, I have other needs. So uh, I want to find out from you how much of the money can you give me so that I use it for the other needs. You see, all of you are not amused at all. A lot of money. Then the person started, I need money for this. I need money for that. I need money for this. But I want to find out from you. You have already helped me, but we <laughs> you see how shocked you are. That's how you treat God. He does things for you. And instead of you returning to give him the glory, even coming into his presence to thank him, the only time we show up is when we have another need. You know, I was hungry. I went up. I went to sleep. I thought it was a following day. I think I just slept for 10 minutes or 15. I woke up. I went, and the person was still there waiting. Ah, he was, he's waiting for answer now. So then I said, take all the money. Then I turned. That's how we treat God. We don't come thankful. God knows you have other needs. But he expects you to come back and first say, Papa, thank you for what you did. For what you did, I present unto you. That's why he asks for tithe. Tithe is a symbol of thank you. He doesn't need it. See, God has favored me. When I say I don't need money, people don't get it. It's not because I have money sitting in my house. Is that I have people who have money. That if I have a need, it's a phone call away. That is what is called a blessing. But I don't even access it. Anytime I access those needs, it's for people. Deuteronomy 6 verse 12. Quickly, let's go there. I want to start from verse number 10. It says, and it shall be, before we go to verse 12. When the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and godly cities which thou buildest not, and houses full of all good things which thou fillest not, and wells digged which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees which thou planted not, when thou shalt have eaten and be full, then, verse 12, beware lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shall swear by his name. It says, ye shall not go after other gods of the gods of the people which are round about you. For the Lord thy God is a jealous God among you lest the anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against thee and destroy thee from off the face of the earth. God is speaking of, I will do this miracle for you. But if you forget me and you don't come back to give me the glory, if you don't come back to thank me, if you are ungrateful unto me, I brought you, I will destroy you. And there are many of us, the problem that you have in your marriage it's not Satan. It's God. Because when he gave you the marriage, you forgot about him. When he gave you the child, you forgot about him. When he gave you the work, you forgot about him. When he gave you the opportunity, you forgot about him. I pray that none of us will forget about our God when he had blessed us. You see, God has no problem visiting us and blessing us. His problem is 
we forgetting about him. So urebefi nyankopon. Any one have problem? Oh, because of my work. He, I used to pray for a guy. Very rich. When I started praying for him, he was driving golf too. He said, cow, mm-hmm. struggling. God had blessed him and lifted him and made him great. Now, time for us to pray. He's busy. I have meetings. You share the meeting at the time we pray. Do you know what I did? When he was not, not making time and we have to pray to God at his convenience, I stopped. Was it not God who lifted you? If God lifted you, it is not now that you have... What you have is concert money. Please, who have money more than you? Ah, have you forgotten I went for a program somewhere? I don't know whether I told you. The watch on the man's hand, the watch he wore that day, is not... That day, the watch on his hand was 250,000 euros. I told my brother, but he said, oh, I know the watch, let me show you. My brother Google, he said, I've seen the watch before. They just did 10 in this world. How many? Now, now 250,000 euros. They said, I'm going to carry it. for some So, why must we thank God? Because thanksgiving is demanded. In fact, thanksgiving is required by God. God, God requires us to thank Him. God wants us to be grateful unto Him. Why must we thank God? Why must we thank God? Write this down. To acknowledge God for all his wonderful works among us. To acknowledge God. You know, one of the things I've come to know is most of the time, we remember the bad, not the good. Naturally, we gravitate towards the bad. But God wants us to thank him. God wants us to... Hey, when you move from 40 years and you are going up, sometimes you wake up in the morning and you see that. Sometimes you wake up and it looks like blood is not flowing through your body. Please, thank God. There's a guy living next to our house where we were staying before. He got up. He was just living his life, enjoying life. He got up one day to go to Wiwi. He was not coming out. His wife heard a noise. He just collapsed and had stroke. The woman was say, had just started going to church. The man. Until he said, Sir, he got stroke, half of his body. But when I got to the hospital, I told myself, all this arrogance and pomposity that we are all feeling is nothing on. Because one day you can wake up and that Ferrari that you are parking in your house, you don't have a leg to drive it. See, that's why God wants us to thank him because at least you are not handicapped. You are not at the mercy of people. Do you know how it feels? That you go to the loo and somebody else must. It's the most dehumanizing experience you ever have. You wake up one day, something is not moving in your body. It's, it's just, you didn't do wrong. Go. You, you, you see, it's different if you were in an accident. Then you can say that because, no, you just woke up. That's why God says we have to thank him. 
we have to thank him. We, you, you, you see, there's so much to be grateful for, but most of the time, we focus on what has not worked. I was listening to Joyce Mayer this morning, talking about gratitude, and Joyce Mayer said, God told her to go and thank the parents. And she's like, ah, I was molested growing up, abused by my father. Where was my mother? Where was this, this, this? No, 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 no. Why must I thank them? Why must I take care of them? So God said to her, at least you are alive. They brought you to this world. If, they had not, if you had not gotten through this, your ministry wouldn't have been authentic. Joyce may have few stadiums. Does she do miracles? Nothing. She preaches like somebody who is chatting with you. But that bad experience, God turned it around for their good. Hear me. No matter who you are or where you are, there is always something that you can be grateful unto God for. All of us, there's something. There's something. Praise the Lord. We acknowledge God for all his wonderful works among us. Psalm 118 verse 23. Psalm 118 verse 28. You see, it is important that we, we reiterate this fact. That all that has happened... It's because of God's grace. It's whatever has happened to your life. Were you the only person who went to medical school? Didn't some of your classmates fall off? Those whose parents even had money, they don't have sense. You, with all the struggles in your family, God found a way to get you through school. You have every reason to be grateful unto God. He didn't say Amen. He said, this is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. It is what? Next verse. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad. You see, he begins by saying, this is the Lord's doing. Because you can go through life and only focus on what has not happened well for you. All of us. Yeah. You know, look at this church. People say it's a nice church. It's a beautiful church. Sometimes when I'm there, eh, the church is not green. Look at it. The members. One day God asked me a question. He asked me that. Do you have a problem financially with the church? I said, no. He said, so what is your problem? He said, I want the numbers to grow. He said, so that, so, so that, I want five children, so that, I want three children, so that, I want to marry, so that, when I say it, then you add a soda to it. I want more money so that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that you buy a car. Eh? So that eh? so that so I buy the car so that oh, uh, answer. Oh, somebody should just throw the answer so that you want to buy a car so that you drive. So that so that so that you see there is no end to the so that most of the things is about people's opinion and the people don't really care about you the people we want to please they actually don't care about us can i tell you something you see i had this watch on hmm? the watch is very heavy when when i was clapping my hand i ain't so I'm wearing a watch to show you that me to have arrived. When I clap my hands, 
So I'm wearing it so that you see that it is nice. But so that are you getting what I'm trying to say? You see? But we can choose to be grateful for little things. Last time I came to church, one of my daughters was wearing collar. It's, it's worried me small for some time. It was worrying me, praying to God that God will help me. Let this person know that I'm a man of God. You see, you see we all have our problems. God, I pray though, let the person know that. <laughs> then I saw my daughter and my daughter is no more wearing the color and I'm happy. For you to be always oh, nothing. It is something, Papa. When they put a collar on your neck, where to turn your neck to the left is now you have to move the entire body to do this. But you can't run, you can't jump with your children. Then you find out that there are so many things that we take for granted, not knowing that that is also a blessing. That is also God's goodness. That is also God bestowing his grace on you. There are things that would work, but until those things work, Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Put your hands together for the Lord. Psalm 115 verse 1. Psalm 115 verse 1. Sheva. says, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name we give glory. Not unto us, unto your name. We give glory. That's what they mean. For thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. We have come into this blessing for thy mercy. See, please listen. Pray. I'm a man of prayer. But the answers come by the mercy of God. Can I be brutally honest with you? Childbirth have humbled me. Today they have said it. It has humbled me. Brother, I have drank medicine. Both herbal and international. <laughs> I have done exercise, both physical and spiritual. I have somersaulted. I've done everything to do. You Google skills for pregnancy. I've tried all. Except the Lord builds a house. Others too who don't want the baby. They, they don't want to. They just jump one, panyai. They jump two, panyai. They jump three, pan. Then I'm wondering, God, which one is this? One of my friends got pregnant and got angry. I don't know, boy, of who. I say, me catch you, I'm say, me me peba, me peba. I'm say, hey, adio be pre. Hey, kwegu. At that time, I didn't even have one. So, weja. I say, me catch you, I'm say, me me peba. I don't know one farm now. You see, all of us, sometimes God withholds certain things to show us that it is not our debility or prayer that produces the results. It's by the mercy of God. I think you have to say amen. amen. I, I, I pray for you that you will come into this level of understanding that whatever you have, it is just by the mercy of God. So shall be your testimony. Amen. After today, God will do miracles in your life that you will be a testament of the goodness of God. That it will bring glory unto God. Shout amen. amen.
So to acknowledge God. Acts chapter 12, verse 21 to 23. Acts chapter 12, verse 21 to 23. And upon a certain day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat upon his throne and made an oration unto them. And the people gave a shout saying, It is the voice of a God and not of a man. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory and he was eating of worms and gave up the ghost. The guy would take what belongs to God. Church, it is not unto us. It's just unto God. It's just unto... It's not unto us. It's not unto us. How this? Show down. We are showing people down. It's not unto us, though. It's not to us. See, church, there is a secret I have found. And the secret is counting your little blessings. It is a secret that will bring so much joy to your soul. Because if you are waiting... For everything to be together before you thank God, it will never ever happen. But being thankful makes your thankful. The Lord said to me, There are many marriages, it wouldn't have ended in divorce if they were just thankful. For even their partners, if they, if they were just thankful for their children, they were thankful. You can go through life and not remember your childhood or your grown-up years because all you have counted was one problem or the one bad, one negativity, one bad experience. You can go through life and be so moody and unhappy and it's not because God has not been good but because all you remember is the bad. But the scripture tells us that all things... Work together for our good. Not some things. Your weakness is your greatest advantage. And so sometimes thank God that some things have been withheld from you. Because the withholding of those things is that which will cause God to glorify his name in your life. You see, the glory that belongs to God is poisonous to men. And so we must be quick and prompt to pass his glory back to him. Quick and... See, when, the, when Herod took God, what was God, it killed him. The glory that belongs to God, be quick to give it to him. I spoke to Uncle Ebo White in a meeting. In, your, in somebody's office. I said, oh, you are doing well. He said, oh, glory be to God. I said, yes, to God, but also to you. He said, no, 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 I can't take this glory. Ah, everything I say, I'm like, ah, who is this man? He said, no, 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 no. I, I, at the time, I didn't know this. He said, no, 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 no. Even the intelligence, the idea, it came from God. I can't take this glory for myself. It's just, I'm just a servant. Wow. We have to give God the glory quickly. Because or else, Oba Kutu say, Praise the Lord. You see, the truth is, it's not because of our expertise. It's because of his faithfulness. It's because of what? His Faithfulness. That's why we are where we are. 
Number two, why must we thank God? Number two, why must we thank God? Is to preserve our blessings. Is to do what? Preserve our blessing. Malachi chapter 2 verse 1 to 3. Malachi chapter 2 verse 1 to 3. Quickly after that, give me Jeremiah 13, 16. It says, and now, all ye priests, this commandment is for you. He's talking to the pastors. If ye will not hear, and if ye will not lay it to heart, to give glory unto my name, say the Lord of hosts, I will even send a curse upon you. Who said it? I will even send a curse upon you. And I will curse your blessings. God says, when I bring you a blessing, and you don't acknowledge my place, to quickly, promptly give me the glory, I will curse it. I will, I will not preserve the blessing. Say, yeah, I have cursed them already. Because you do not lay it to heart. In other words, as I'm speaking to you, you are not, you are, you are not even accepting it. You are rejecting what I'm saying. I'll deal with you. Jeremiah chapter 13 verse 16. What does it say? Jeremiah 13. It says, give glory to the Lord your God before he causes darkness. And before your feet stumble upon the dark mountains. And while you look for light, he turn it into the shadow of death. And make it gross darkness. There are many of us, we are waiting for a big thing to share it to God. No, no, wait. When it becomes big before. No. He says, be careful. Whilst you are looking for that big light, <laughs> I will turn it into a problem. That's how come you see young people, they start coming into the limelight all of a sudden. It's because when they started coming into that limelight, they will not give glory to God. You start some small business, some 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 is coming to your pocket. And too much. I remember I increased the salary of my staff. Just during COVID time where things were not working. And time was so tough. So I increased salary. No. And then after that, they didn't come and thank me. So I said, ah, you won't come and thank me. People are reducing salaries to half. Me, I'm increasing it. You won't say thank you. Okay, Pastor, thank you, thank you. So, when prices of staff started going up, I increased their salary. They didn't come to say thank you. Then I said, I will increase their salary again until when I'm okay. Because sometimes we feel entitled to it. But, bros, people are reducing people's salary. In fact, people are losing their job. Many of us, we feel entitled to blessing. God has not done this for me, so I won't do it. I didn't hear it, mommy. I didn't hear Me see me pekunya, me mommy. We are sweet. Because there are people. Yesterday, somebody took me to a hospital in Sakumono. A very, a lady is there. She has kidneys. Excuse me, you and the lady, what's the difference? No, is there any? Are you, do you think you are very special more than her? Because none of us have seen our kidney or how it look. I don't know which food you eat and it affects your kidney. But we all eat banque and okro and fufu and banche. Somebody, the same food you eat, somebody will eat to affect his kidney. Somebody is appendix. Somebody it is heart. Somebody it is there. you. You put about three before you remember that. Then say. Oh, meboa. 
But with all that, God still preserves us. God still keeps us. And yet, because one thing we are asking he has not yet done, we think that he's not done anything for us. Someone say, I'm thankful. It's not just God, even your fellow human being. I'm learning something from my little boy. I think it's my wife who taught him. My wife cooks food. My boy will eat. I don't know where he learned it from. Maybe it's not me. Mm, mommy, the food is very nice. Thank you. Wow. So we are all learning. When I don't say, say Daddy, say thank you. Hey, mommy, the food is nice. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday he sent me a love letter. Daddy, thank you for playing jokes with me. My son wrote me a love letter. And thank you and mommy for always buying me nice things and taking care of me. Then he wrote his name under it, Berema. The Bible says God has ordained praise in the mouth of babies and sucklings. Child of God. Stop being a big girl. Be a baby before God. And dance before God. And thank God. And your fellow human being that is being a blessing, thank the person. Touch your neighbor and say, thank you for sitting with me. Thank you. Thank you. Tyrene, we'll be into Janet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Someone say, thank you. Thank you. What does he say? Malachi chapter 2 verse 1. He says, he says what? Let's go back to that scripture again. Malachi 2. And now, O ye priests, this commandment is for you. So who is God speaking to? The priest. But in Revelation chapter 5 verse number 10, we are told that we've been made priests and kings unto God. So he's talking about who? You and I. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So if we want to preserve our blessings... God demands us to offer thanks and give him glory so that our blessings will be preserved. He demands it. Why? Because, write this down, what you thank God for lasts. What you don't thank God for will be lost. So do it personal. What I thank God for will last. Will last. My wife is a doctor. Sometimes she comes home and she's very sad. I asked her why so a young person came and the person has glaucoma and is is the person is going to be blind and, and he worries her and I see I see her praying for the people. Says that <laughs> so somebody wake up one day and not see because maybe his father had or mother had sometimes he's the one who is starting that generation. You and I, there are things that used to worry our mothers. Some of us our mothers were insane. But we are not insane. Insane doesn't mean so, or that want you. I know of a woman who said this to me, that I should pray for her, that whenever she gets angry, she beats her child like she's fighting with another person. She was telling me the child is three years old. She called me to pray for her. So I started inquiring. The man she gave birth with didn't take care of her. And she feels like if she had not gotten pregnant for that man, she wouldn't be going through the financial crisis. So she's meeting out all the anger on the little child. And I'm saying, I bet you what? Are you getting me? Why were you not born by that woman? Have you thought about it? That it was not a dysfunctional person that gave birth to you? What do you Mama? It could have been any of us. Oh. Ah, 
Do you know there are people who don't go to school? They've never been to school before. They, they, they have also, there are people that no matter what you teach them, they won't. Why is it that only you? Yours there is working. Number three, to perfect our blessings. Why must we give thanks? It is to perfect our blessings. Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19 is, is what Jesus said. He said to the man, your faith has made you whole. What it means is that when I give thanks unto God, when I give thanks unto God, it is a demonstration of my faith. You know, when the guy returned to Jesus, Jesus said, and he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made you. In other words, your faith for coming to say thank you is what has brought wholeness to you. I pray that from this day, whatever, no matter how small, you say thank you to somebody. You say thank you. You say thank you. We will not have this sense of entitlement, but we will all say thank you. We say what? Touch your neighbor and say thank you, thank you. See, I have not said thank you enough. Thank you. Hey. On so big, thank you. I go on edge. Thank you, Thank you. I am on barriers. Touch your neighbor and say no barrelistic things. No barrelistic things. Say thank you, thank you, thank you. I love it, Life Church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You see, look at it. When Jesus says, Your faith has made you whole, in other words, thanksgiving is what completes the process. It's what what? Complete it. You see, God will never complete what you don't appreciate. Are you getting me? It means that the people needed Jesus to say, You have been made every week whole. He said, go. One day when they were cleansed, but they were not made whole. He said, go, thy faith. See, God will not complete what you don't appreciate. My prayer is that brothers and sisters, we will say thank you. Whether good or bad, we will still go back to thank God. You know, uh, this week I was reading, I was reading about Solomon, David, and about David and Bathsheba. And when, when Bathsheba conceived God got angry with David because he had not just gotten a woman pregnant, but had killed the husband and was living with the woman. And God killed the baby. And David rose up and went back to God to just thank God. He washed himself to go and thank God that for everything. He was begging God. Although there was a curse on David's life, he went back to God to thank him. When he went to thank God, the Bible says, And Bathsheba conceived again and gave birth to a son called David. God sent a prophet to go and tell them they should call the child Jedidiah. And the Bible says, and God loved Solomon. God did what? I thought God had brought a curse on the mother. No. The father rose up to go and thank God. And when he thanked God, God said, I got angry with you when I took away this woman's baby, but she can't keep grieving. Take another son. He called him Solomon. Child of God, when you lose something, don't go crying. Go to God and say, Father, thank you. 
I know you are doing something spiritual. I know you are doing something special for me. I have lost this today, but it doesn't mean I've lost you. As long as I have you, I have everything I would need in life. What you take away from me, the Bible says God will not withhold any good thing from them that walk upright. When you take something away from me, it is because I don't need it. Give me James chapter 1 verse 17. When you take something away from me, it's because it is not good. Because you know the best for me. He says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of light with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So if the thing is good, it comes from God. You see, if you are not grateful for good, you will never access the perfect. Look at the scripture very well again. Every good and perfect gift. So God has two gifts. Everybody look at the scripture for me. Every good gift and every perfect gift so god has how many gifts look at the scripture look at it every good gift and every perfect gift so see god will never give you the perfect gift if you are not thankful for the good gift so when your husband doesn't have sense or your wife is mental as you are thanking god that at least when you be because her it's not easy to be single. No, 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 no. No, I don't know about you. I, I was single for a long time. See, no matter how bad the person is, it's better than being single. What is it? No, at least you will talk to the person. Sir. You see, when you start thanking God for the man, no matter how mentalaciously twisted he is as you are thanking god and you see and say i thank god for bringing you into my life i know we don't have everything together but at least i'm grateful that i have you see it has a way of melting the person's chromosome i'm telling you see there are many of us if we are not even thankful for our staff they work for me, I pay for them. When they leave you, you can't do the work alone. If you have ever had the house help before, please be grateful. Because when they go, you see, they free your hand to do other things. So you cannot go and do your nails, do your facial hair, makeup, pedicure, monocle, this, this, this. When there is nobody, sometimes you even want to spend time with your husband, you won't have time. Naya. Atmosphere You will know. You will know the difference between centipede and millipede. For no reason. See, we have to be grateful to God for every person in our life. We may not agree on everything, but we are grateful. You have to thank God for me. Although, sometimes your pastor mentally, I know you don't like me in some things, but thank God. Because at least you have a crazy man to be honest with you. Say, God, thank you for Pastor Dan's life. Wow, one can be a suspect too. Say, thank you for Pastor Dan's life. <laughs> Thanksgiving brings the perfection of our desires. Thanksgiving brings out the perfection of of our desires. 
Give me Psalm 138, verse 8. Psalm 138, verse 8. It says, The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Look at the next. It says, Thy mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the works of thy own hands. So God perfects that which concerns you because you are thankful. Go and be made whole. A woman came to Jesus. The woman with the issue of blood, when she was healed, she returned to say thank you. And Jesus said, go, thy faith. In other words, to, to even believe that, acknowledge that it was God who did it. That faith in God, that God, whatever I am, whoever I am, is you. It will bring perfection to you. Today, me, I can get a nice dress like what I'm wearing and wear. E. Ma, can I be honest with you? Until the age of 23, I was wearing a lot of hand-me-downs. Hand-me, hand-me, somebody will wear. When they don't like, they will give me. Sometimes I saw, even when I went to Bible school, at the time I went to Bible school, I didn't even have a suit. Brother, my former boss gave me his suit. Suit, you know? Sister, and God has blessed me. I have a suit that has my name inside. Even me, I'm not wearing me. Thanksgiving multiplies our blessing. Number four. Thanksgiving does what? It multiplies our blessings. John chapter 6, verse 6 to 11. And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Concerning Jesus with 5,000 people. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them. 50,000, 5,000 people have gathered though. That every one of them may take a little. Next verse. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon, Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here with, which has five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? Do you know many of us, this is how we talk. Somebody told me something one day. He said, Pastor Dan, I owe one million. See, a lot of money. I don't see. I said, you don't owe one million. Stop exaggerating your problem. But I, I owe. I said, <laughs> you don't owe a million. You did an investment that went bad. You see, you're a businesswoman's wife. You say, say it's an investment. You did an investment that went bad. You have to do more investment so that you can recoup money to generate. The woman gave a testimony. The husband has been doing business for 10 years. You have no idea what they've had to go through. 10. How many years? 10 years is not a joke matter. You are chasing after business. <laughs> but in the 10th year, the deal has been signed. The rest is execution. Don't wait for the big. He asked Jesus, what are these among so many? He said that, but Jesus said a different thing. He lifted it and started thanking God for it. Mm. Your wife comes home. He buys you something. And there are many of us, that's what we do. When you bring the thing, we mm, the mm, mm. Problem with one say about we can't wait. 
<laughs> An unexpressed gratitude communicates ingratitude. You see, our feeling of gratitude don't count when it is not expressed. Oh, okay, but mm, I think. And there are many of us, we don't express our, our gratitude. We don't. We don't. To the recipient, unexpressed gratitude feels like the person is ungrateful. It feels like the person is unappreciative. And that's how God feels. We are created in his image. Please, verbalize it. Telling other people of how grateful we are for someone else doesn't count either. Even if that person hears. You know some people, they will never tell you that I'm grateful. They'll go and tell somebody else that I am grateful. When you tell somebody else that you are grateful for what somebody else has done, but you don't communicate to the real person who is the recipient of the gratitude, it doesn't count. They may hear. You know, you know, you know. I've been around for many years. Kaka. Some people, they will never say they are, they are grateful. When they meet people outside, they will <laughs> it doesn't count. You see, when you do that, sometimes it, it communicates disrespect. Bragging on your spouse in front of other people, even if your partner is present without directly expressing it to them privately, does not close the loop. And sometimes it can actually be insulting. You see, ingratitude feels like rejection. Over time, unexpressed gratitude has the same effect on people in a relationship just like rejection. Somebody said, I've forgotten the person, I read different things. Somebody said that a lot of people are, are carry baggages because of unexpressed emotions. That, that you are thankful to somebody, but you don't tell the person. Has affected them. Sometimes our parents. Sometimes it's our, it's our children. Sometimes it's different people. But I came to say that, thank you that you come to church here. Thank you. Thank you that I can brag with you outside. That my church members are rich people. Do you know that my pastors think that all of you are millionaires? Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't lie. I won't lie. Whenever I, I wear nice things, my pastor friends think that you people buy it for me. Because I tell them that my church members have money. They give me money. I mean, money is not a problem. Yawendri. <laughs> Boy. Uh, are, we, are, we, are, we, are we together? So please, from this day, let's build a new culture in our church that you can be thankful to people. Over little things, be thankful. I'm thankful for, for, for Alfred. I'm thankful for Vroom. I, I, I'm thankful for Stephen. I am thankful for His Excellency, the Honorable Kobe. I'm thankful for, for, for Nicholas. I'm thankful because, because of these people, we enjoy the music. When we started this church, we had keyboard, nobody to play. In fact, when I bought the Montage 8, I had nobody to play. Listen to me. We have to be thankful because... It is not easy for God to send you somebody who will lend a source, who will lend a hand of help unto you. Touch your neighbor and say, Thank you. How's help? One day, one of my daughters had a house help. He said, Once a house help, but the person will be leaving, leave out or something. Say, You know, I said, So how much are you going to pay? She said, Because I have to give her food to eat and I have to do this thing. And I'm saying, ah, 
And you know, I have to buy Milo and things. Now I'm going to need no trash here. I'm not going to hospital. You know, you, you know, we don't think. The money you are paying the girl. Now, all of us, let's be, can I be very practical before I close? Let's be practical. When you take your clothes to the laundry, how much do they charge you? One set. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. One, one up and down, you say, laundry, when you go and iron, do you know how much they charge? Obey cinema. Obey cleaning. He will do everything and cook and mop and everything for you. And yet, you think paying the person 200 or 300 or 500, why a baby man? Do you know that the person is actually your, your, your security woman in your house? Huh? So, Nipabako, or your security, thank you. Somebody's putting his answer. Yeah. You see, because we don't sit to count the cause, we, we think that they are useless. And because of their little, little mistakes that they do, see, it's cheap labor, so it comes with baggage. If you will take your time and manage it and thank the person, it will boost the person's confidence and they'll be a better person for you. Someone say thank you. Somebody say thank you. thank you. You see, an unexpressed gratitude may indicate an inflated view of self. Charlie, isn't it true that arrogance and ingratitude are found under the same rock? And grateful you, people usually come out as arrogant people. So the question is, are you finding it difficult to express your gratitude? Is expressing gratitude difficult for you? Are you more comfortable pointing out something could have been better than recognizing the effort that was put in that at least it was good? Oh, you know why I put this down? I put this down because last night something happened in my house. Me, I use everything to preach. So, so my wife brought my son in my bedroom. My wife brought my son um, something to change and wear to sleep in the night. I think he brought him his shorts. When he, she opened the door and threw the, I was with my son in her bedroom, and threw the shirt to him. My son, I, and I, don't, I don't want, I didn't hear what specific statement my son made. He said, Did you, you didn't add the top. My wife brings him a shirt. He said, You didn't add the shirt. Then my wife paused and opened the door and said, You should have said thank you. Before you start complaining. Then my son said, thank you, mommy. Thank you. And followed his mother. She's teaching him how not to focus on what has not yet happened by being good. You see? You see? You see that what even happens in my house? And you see, who both think Sometimes don't your children do it to you? We are all the same. <laughs> you see, when you don't express gratitude, what you are saying is, I could have done this without you. So I don't owe you anything. But brothers and sisters, can I be honest with you? You couldn't have done it alone. This, your academic excellence, your, see, see, your financial success and everything. See, you couldn't have done it alone without the help of other people. You couldn't have accomplished what you have accomplished without help. See, in the wake of your success and achievement, be it academic or financial, relational, are dozens of people who facilitated your progress and your success. And you owe it to them. 
By being grateful because they, without their role, you couldn't have become who you are today. Everybody, including your security man, you couldn't have. People go to market. By the time they come home, they've ransacked their own home. Yours it has been intact all these years because there's a security man at the gate for you. He said, oh, he just opens my gate. Who is he? He's everything to you. At least you don't get down when it is raining. They will open the gate for you. At least he picks some of your things after you. You have to be grateful. You have to be thankful. So what must I do to give thanks acceptably unto God? One, you must do it cheerfully. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 7. God loves a cheerful giver. Give me Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 47. It's a very serious scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 47. Give me that one. Look at it. It's the most dangerous scripture I saw in my Bible. It says, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Next verse. Therefore shall thou serve thy enemies which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. Why? Because I'm not thankful. Whenever you see grumpy women, they are ungrateful women. Grumpy men, they are ungrateful people. Most poor people are ungrateful. They never say thank you. It's always what to give me, what to give me. I remember my story. I, I don't know if you, you remember a story. I said I went somewhere. I gave somebody a check of 5,000. And I was owing the person 500 cities. Listen to me. I go to bless somebody with 5,000. I'm owing the person how much? 500. But he needed 5,000 for something. So I just went to bless him. Free money, oh, 5,000. When I gave him the money, so, oh, thank you. Put that in there. Hey, sir, my 500, where is it? <laughs> Immediately. It's not like. <laughs> Immediate. Huh. So I said to the person, do you know why you have problems? Say, it's because of your mindset. I just gave you money. Instead of you thanking God and being grateful that I've brought you free money. You are focused on a little that has not yet been released. If I can give you 5,000, you 500 that I owe you that I can't pay. What if you man say something, I can't pay. Do you know what? It didn't take long. The person said, oh, please, uh, I need more of the money. You know, the money was not enough. I decided I will never give the person money again because I am quite myself. No, 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 I'm, I'm being honest with you. I am quite that's how we are created in the image and likeness of God. That's how God treats us. When you are unthankful, God can't keep you people. I want you to close your eyes and pray. I want you to close your eyes and pray. We want to thank God for our life. We have to do it quickly. We must do it with understanding. Do it quickly. Do it with understanding. Pray. Thank God. Thank God for the various people God has brought your way. Thank God for the many experiences you've had. Thank God for your kindness, your grace, 
His graciousness towards you. Wherever you are, I want you to thank God. Find out. Find out. Thank God. Everybody has something to thank God for. No matter how bad their story is, it could have been worse. But God is gracious. But God is gracious. Everybody thank God. Everybody thank God. Thank Him. Thank Him. Everybody. It's not everybody that has what you have. But you can be grateful. You can be grateful. I know of a man who went to play basketball. A little fracture. He went to the hospital. The doctors thought of something else and gave him a wrong injection. That injection would develop the thing into a point where they had to do a hip surgery. At the time they did the hip surgery, they discovered that what they were treating was the wrong medication they were giving to the person. It will cause the person to now go to South Africa for another hip surgery. And the person came to start using crutches. One simple little fracture on the leg. By you, you fracture your neck, you fracture your ear, you fracture your there, but yet God keeps you. I want you to pray. I want everybody to pray. Everybody pray. Return to say thank you. Return to thank God. God gave you a job. God gave you internship. God gave you a husband. God gave you a wife. God gave you a, a, a life. God gave you a joy. God gave you whatever you have. No matter the experience, there's something to be thankful to God for. There is something. There is something. There is something. There is something to be thankful for. There is something. There is something to be thankful for. Lift up your voice and pray. 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 Thank God. Thank God for your life, for your family, for your family, even for the experiences, the good, the bad, the ugly. Thank God. At least you are alive. At least you have a mom. At least you have a dad. At least you have a child. At least, at least, at least, at least, at least you have a place to lay your head. At least you, 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 there's so many things that could have gone wrong. You could have been caught in slavery. You could have been caught in prostitution because of the experiences of your childhood. But today the Lord has kept you. But today the Lord has preserved you. But today no matter what you've been through, no matter the experiences you've had, God has been good to you. God has been gracious unto you. Lift up your voice and talk to God. 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 Rakataske poromrane gloske klansko glonsko glonsko. Open up your mouth and thank God. We are thankful unto God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. There are many of us. Our marriages have a problem because when God brought the man, we forgot about him. But today we are coming back and saying, Lord, where I got it wrong, Lord, forgive me. Lord, where I, I, I did not count my blessings, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I repent, oh God, for being ungrateful, for being ungrateful, for being unthankful. I return to say thank you. I return to thank you for giving me a life. I return. Many people go to give birth, but they don't give birth. They don't come back home with a child. Some go, the child comes, the mother doesn't come. But you went, you came back. The Lord has been good to you. Ah, many 
many people go through divorce and it affects them mentally it affects them emotionally but no matter the experiences of the past the Lord have saved you many people encounter encounter temptations and they fall into it and from that temptation they get a sickness or a disease but no matter what you've been through no matter even the ones you fell in God still kept you God did not allow the enemy to have the last word you have to thank God you have to be grateful you have to be gracious unto God and say Lord I thank you I thank you I thank you I thank you please wherever you are if you can stand stand and lift up your hands lift up your hands and talk to God lift up your hands and thank God many people have gone through accidents and death when I was coming today I discovered I found out that Hamas had just entered into Israel around the Gaza Strip and have killed people. I saw whole families wiped out. I saw people lying on the floor. In different nations, terrorist attacks happen and families are wiped out. But you and I, this nation, we have enjoyed uncommon peace. No matter what is happening with our leaders, the things that is working for us, it's not working in other nations. You want to just thank God that the Lord has kept you, that the Lord has preserved you. May you not be among those who do not ever come to say thank you, but they only, only focus on what has not yet happened. I want us to come to Jesus and say, Lord, I thank you for the peace we enjoy as a nation, for the peace we have. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. He says, all because we do not carry ah all our beddings to god i want you to lift up your voice and talk to god oh lift up your voice and talk to god he says oh what a friend we have in jesus oh what a friend we have in jesus all our sins and grief to bear ah oh what peace we often forfeit oh what peace we often forfeit because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, and oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Praying to 